0: Hello, hello, everybody. My name is Matt Smith. And this is Cole Travis. And welcome to yet another episode of...
1: Let's Ruin It!
0: everybody hello and welcome back to yet another episode of let's ruin it the podcast that ruins the things that you like with deep history dives my name of course is cole travis
1: and matt smith i'm out of it today i'm sorry guys
0: we will one day get down that perfect intro i think we had it like once during this show and it was just beautiful and we, we we peaked on like episode three and everything after that has just been a downward spiral with this show
1: you right we were running out of ideas already and we're only on episode what like is something something in the tens
0: <laughs> yeah we at least got past 10 right that's what that's not what a lot of other yeah. uh, podcasters can say uh but I don't know if I would say that we're running out of ideas Because we're actually about to throw down a whole list of new ones And I'm super excited for this yeah. episode uh, Because this episode marks the first episode in our Halloween Spooktacular series uh, Which we didn't agree upon that name But I kind of just figured you would be okay with it
1: You know, thanks for in, like in Keeping me in with the business decisions on my podcast <laughs>
0: Um, Okay, first off, you came up with the general idea for the podcast, and then you collaborated on this. So it's our podcast. So it's my podcast. Yeah, so therefore I can make all the important business decisions.
1: hmm. All right. We'll talk after the show. (laughs) Oh yeah, no, for sure. I don't think this is what our listeners want to actually listen
0: to. Um, But yeah, so today we're going to be talking about some pretty spooky shit. If you don't mind me saying, and, uh, you know, before we get into that, as always, let's do our little check-in Matt, how was your week?
1: Uh, pretty good. Uh, we kind of skipped last week, so I'm going to go over to that. I bought a car. That's Ooh, pretty cool. Mr. Money. Uh, my, yeah, my Toyota Camry from 1998, yeah. uh, was slowly dying on me. So I bought a 2019 Toyota Corolla because Toyota is good. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah. No, I have a, I have a toyota highlander myself so
1: hasn't nice. me wrong yet yeah.
0: yeah i had to double check that that was actually a toyota because i'm like so far removed from being a car dude
1: gotcha that's big i was though. looking at uh, i was looking at a honda civic sport Ooh. right because you know I, i'm poor but also i want a sports car yeah and exactly. it was just the worst
0: <laughs> you said that the uh, the car that you have now has like a turbo button or a sport button right
1: it's got a sports mode, yeah. You just like shift it over into sports, and it's just like it goes. <laughs> Shifts over to
0: sports mode. I love that. Oh god, I'm so so excited to be with you in the car when you just totally abuse sports mode.
1: Oh god. Well, we're gonna be getting gas every 20 miles, but yeah.
0: But we're gonna look. It's bad only a four at
1: cylinder, and it acts like a V eight. <laughs> like...
0: I totally know what that means.
1: Just just smile and nod. Yes. And yep,
0: just look pretty for the podcast (laughs) call. The the audio medium show that we do. Um, yeah, exactly. Oh man. My week was pretty fun. How about you? Uh, my week is good. I got full time at my job. I don't know if I already mentioned that. Uh, but that means I'm going to be getting, uh, my own health insurance pretty soon and I'll be like a fully independent human being. Um, which is, which is cool and scary. Uh, I had some big, big time existential, uh, moments last week um but i'm kind of getting health like insurance the, uh well i mean yeah i guess like that too because it's like oh shit like it's gonna be all on me but also just like you know yeah. realizing like i'm <laughs> oh i'm like officially not a kid anymore you know what i mean i felt like i, like oh, I was yeah, like in true. denial a little bit and like clinging on to as much as i could for like the last like five years or so but uh um <laughs> like now i'm just like oh no it's like really over you know like i can't have like well, a 401 k and still imagine i'm like a kid at heart
1: well, you absolutely can because now you can go out and buy your own cans of Coke and your own Sour patch kids, mix them up, and go play Sonic. So <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, so I can embody Sonic. I was thinking about uh, saving up for a motorcycle possibly uh, to get that speed fix. No, but like I, in like reality, I was like thinking about like three major purchases I wanted to make for myself, like once I actually can save up money and now I can. One of them is like a motorcycle, Mm -hmm. and then one of them is a dog, and the other one is a surprise that I'm not going to drop just yet. Um, Mainly because I actually surprise, huh? Yeah, I actually forgot that there was no third one. It was mainly just the
1: motorcycle and the dog, and I set myself up. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. gotcha. So you're going to just go on Amazon, click something, and hope it's not too expensive. Yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) Just just hit the roulette button and everything. No, but I'm also super excited because immediately after we're done doing this show tonight, uh, I'm going to be doing um a test run of the is that some good beer is that some not so good beer it's
1: uh do you see what's happening there i I know uh the listeners on like spotify and everything can't see this um i I have a camera effect on for the stream and uh well i put the beer bottle up to my lips and it just it blurs it out i got censored by my camera that's perfect
0: (laughs) that's amazing um Mm -hmm. yeah so um the uh immediately after the show uh, I'm going to be test running the uh, tabletop RPG campaign I wrote for our podcast with my roommates, uh, my girlfriend, and a good like friend from my childhood. So uh, get excited, dear listeners, for the Monster of the Week campaign, the Event Horizon Resort, coming to you uh, live streaming. I think on October second is when we said
1: something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We we talk about now.
0: We're we're organized human beings for sure, but yeah, we're professionals. Doing Matt, can i get into this story because i've been dying to talk about the red ghost
1: dude i legitimately you have not brought this up in the in the slightest like I, up until this episode i know and I, I just i have no idea what the hell this is
0: <laughs> i'm so glad because i think that's the best way to get into this i think i've told you this story because so. I've, I've told most people this story um my girlfriend's actually next to me uh getting some materials ready for uh one of her classrooms and i am uh i like on our first date the first time we met I, I told her the story of the red ghost that's how much i love this story um but okay so we are gonna jump all the way back excuse me for one second i got a beer burp okay out of the system now i can tell the story so all the 18... way back to summer 2016 <laughs> ah, man god that was such a good summer i just graduated from anyway uh my parents didn't know I smoked <laughs> weed at one point. Uh, so, uh, in uh, in 1855, right? Uh, oh shit! This, this, way right, back. We're going way back. This is an old. Actually, this is an old Arizona story, an old Southwest story, which is Ooh. why I wanted to start off with this. So, in 1885, then Secretary of War and future President of the Confederacy slash total fuckwad Jefferson Davis asked Congress for thirty thousand dollars, and in today's money, that is roughly Eight hundred and thirty-three thousand eight hundred and twelve dollars and eighteen cents, right? So a shit ton of money. Matt, what do you think he was asking Congress for?
1: Uh, slaves. <laughs> like, I mean, it is Jefferson Davis. Uh,
0: in a sense, yes, because he was actually asking Congress to purchase camels to act as beasts of burden for the United States military as they continued their westward expansion. F- fucking camels? Fucking camels. So 19 years Just before... Just get a horse. <laughs> no, well, here's the thing. 19 years before, there was a general... I forget his name, and I didn't do enough research into the the, the way back history of this story. But there's a general mm-hmm. who brought it up in Congress during like one of their sessions. Like, hey, during my time in the Middle East, when I was sent over there... Um, I saw that there are these creatures called camels and they can survive incredibly harsh conditions. And they're really, really strong and sturdy creatures. We should bring some over here. And everyone was like, yeah, sure, dude. And then 19 years went by and then Jefferson Davis stands up in Congress and is like, I have an idea. And they're like, Oh great. Slavery again. And he's like, no, not this time. (laughs) We're going to be getting fucking camels to the United States. And they're like, that's genius. Here is $30,000 in 1855 money.
1: Okay. I'm just I'm going to cut in real fast here. Uh we might do an episode on this later, but uh I uh, I read a story not too long ago, uh the history of Australia actually, uh-huh. its entire story, but uh their version of Lewis and Clark, uh they, they had camels as their beast of burden to travel across Australia mm-hmm. and uh you know, just from just from historical fact That doesn't end well when they're not on sand, so I'm really excited to hear about where this goes. (laughs) Yeah, I love that story
0: too because isn't that the one where like they went out with like not enough food, but like way too much alcohol, and then they had to like turn around. Yeah, and in a bathtub. Yeah, exactly. The
1: the leader of the expedition had a bathtub and uh, a full library of books. (laughs) So we're we're,
0: we're getting off track. I'm sorry. Um, So um, the Senate gave him this money, and then over the course of I think it was five years, uh, he and like people in this like group who were like yeah let's get some fucking camels uh they purchased uh, 75 camels to be imported from the middle east uh and the united states camel corps which was a division of the uh army's uh (laughs) cavalry was founded
1: I, i can just imagine a dude like civil war era like uniform holding up like a cavalry sword while riding a camel (laughs) <laughs> it's
0: kind of fucking ridiculous. There's actually some really cool artwork from this time period of, like, uh, like military soldiers, like, traveling the desert in camels. If you have the chance, just, just look up, like, uh, uh, Arizona camels. And there's a ton of stuff online. Uh, so, um, these camels were initially stored at Camp Verde in uh, 1857 in Texas uh, until an order came in. And 24 were sent to California for an expedition led by Edward Fitzgerald Beale. Which, if there has ever been a man who was born in the 1800s, that man is most definitely Edward Fitzgerald Beard. Beal, Beal. Fuck. It's a, very, it's a very old name is what I'm trying to get at. Beal. Uh, um. <laughs> but essentially, like this is what like cemented the idea of camels being used in the military. In, like, the government's eye. Uh, a California Historical Society quarterly paper written by A.A. A. Gray in 1930 noted the significance of that journey. And ultimately what it said is that this man, Beale, had ridden these camels carrying a huge supply of materials and uh like essential supplies uh through more than twelve thousand miles in the heat of the summer. Uh and just the fact wait, that he was what, able what? to do that where like mule trains and horse what? trains failed spoke volumes about the like the, these animals.
1: So it's working.
0: It's working.
1: For now How the fuck is for now. <laughs> wait.
0: Just They're you wait. Working. <laughs> just you wait. Uh So, essentially, during this time, uh, there's actually – so, fun fact, during this time, there's a group of politicians that called themselves the Mule Lobby because they were heavily invested in, like, the economy of mules and selling and, like, purchasing mules as, like, livestock. And uh, they were, like, super against camels. And so, part of the reason why this was also super important is because I think (coughs) he, like, literally challenged or was challenged by a team of mule drivers – And they whoop their fucking asses. Um, According to another thing I found, um, apparently, I think this was a Smithsonian article on the Red Ghost. Um, So it says, uh, using six camels against 12 mules, a 2.5 ton load was divided among the camels and two army wagons, each drawn by six mules. The camels finished the race in two and a half days while the mules took four.
1: Holy shit. Yeah. So this is like uh, electric cars versus big oil right now. This is this is kind of like the lobby we're looking at.
0: Yeah, exactly. And the funny thing too is like the uh the Mule Lobby was like really fucking pissy about all that. Like I mean really fucking pissy about this. They ran like a smear campaign against camels, and this is like a direct Well, it's quote. American
1: politics, so yeah. <laughs> That's
0: very true. <laughs> um so this is actually a direct quote um from the uh, Mule Lobby in Missouri. Uh they said that camels were ill tempered, stubborn, and ugly, and they had bad breath and wouldn't learn English.
1: But. I- well, I guess they're not wrong. <laughs> no, they're not. Wouldn't, wouldn't learn English. What the fuck? Do they want the camels to talk to? Do they think mules talk to them? Like, yeah. what's going on here? What is that I, argument? I, I think it's more of like, you can you
0: look at a mule and be like, get. And the, the mule, like, knows that you're making a sound of them. And these camels are just pissy creatures. And, and that's just what they are, inherently. They're, they're pissy, <laughs> angry creatures. Um, yeah. Very, oh, they're, they're intense, dude. Um, and they spit. And Which so, is real gross. Yeah, no. <laughs> Especially, because it's, it's like tobacco we spit. It's not like, like you know. Nolan yeah, it's, it's like that goopy shit. That's some chonky chonk. Um, <laughs> some chonky chunk camel spit. That's gonna be our first t-shirt. I can, I can that's see gonna now. be our first
1: rap song. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so, the Civil War comes along, and essentially this is what ended the camel experiment, right? Um, the remaining camels uh, in the military were put up for auction. I think The majority of them were bought by, like, a lawyer who tried to start their own business, uh, which actually wasn't Mm -hmm. uncommon because once people realized, like, oh, man, these camels are actually really great and they're doing a lot, uh, they started to invest and import camels uh, over from the Middle East.
1: So this was, like, a big thing. Like, this actually gained traction.
0: Yeah, this is actually a big thing that, for some reason, our public school uh, textbooks won't talk about.
1: See, the, the only thing – when you brought up camels, mm-hmm. I thought you were going to start talking about the first govern, uh, governor of uh, Arizona who had, like, all of that Egyptian shit and is, like – he's, like, buried in a pyramid Grant? on top of, like, Papago or something. Yeah. Grant's him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I thought you were going to he... start talking about him, but
0: – He's another guy we should definitely uh-uh. talk about because there's some serious occult shit with Governor Grant. Uh, yeah, he's a not weird fuck. not just from the fact he's buried <laughs> in a giant fucking pyramid. Um, but one second, beer, beer break. So, I feel that
1: oh, that's a right. big mood, right?
0: <laughs> uh, so some of the camels are brought over, right? Cause it wasn't just like their piece of burden. Some of them were right. Uh, so there were some that were used in the, uh, like during the Confederacy as like police vehicles,
1: Um, they were used for poli- how
0: like police faster fast they, they run camels are fast like
1: the, they can gallop dude. Camels are fast they got those i've only tall, ever seen them walk
0: they're like seven or eight feet tall aren't they like they're huge creatures they can move yeah
1: they're fucking massive yeah but like i didn't know they could schmoove like
0: that they can they can definitely schmoo like that um somewhere somewhere immediately sold to local butchers which is really sad uh but also <laughs> like oh. hey it's america if <laughs> there's a fucked up uh market out there there's gonna be some fucked well, up uh businessmen
1: yeah, well, we we actually uh, also around this time we tried uh, importing hippos uh, to eat as meat instead of cows because there was a cow shortage.
0: So... <laughs> I didn't, I did not know that. <laughs> apparently,
1: the we'll talk about that later too. Apparently,
0: the eighteen fifties America everyone was like, mm, you know, the animals we used to have. Let's let's try something else. I, I'm I'm feeling a little exactly. bit. Uh, let's
1: just get all know, that African shit. I'm like... a little bit
0: exotic today. Let's let's get some fucking camels and hippos. <laughs>
1: Uh, you ever eaten a lemur?
0: <laughs> yes, they're they're a little bit stringy for my taste, but oh, you're asking
1: bitwise. Oh yes, yeah, Yes, yeah. I mean, i have mm. a lemur. Fuck. A L- uh, little, little, little too, uh, little too human for me. They got some intelligence there. <laughs> that's
0: the best, no, that's the best part because you feel like you're absorbing that intelligence. You're getting, you're getting smarter. Yeah.
1: Oh, gaining their power. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. You gotta eat their brain. Uh,
1: so perfect.
0: Let Let's move back. We got. Severely off course. Sorry. Uh, No, 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 you're fine. This is what I expected the show to be. Um, Mm. Others uh, were sold to menageries, which were, like, early forms of zoos. Like, the old zoos that just have, like, big concrete cages that you'd walk around. Right? Holy
1: shit. I thought menagerie was, like, an orgy type of thing.
0: It is. So, a a menage a trois is is, uh, a threesome. But, technically, like, a menagerie is another word for, like, a congregation of animals that, like, are different. So, yeah, an orgy. (laughs) yes except for they're all in cages that no there's still some orgies like that um yeah. they are far no no uh it's an apart no no uh still ties into the orgy thing uh okay so yeah. some no of the matter what you can say it
1: just gets kinkier. yeah
0: it's, it's my god-given t- gift it's it's why i can't go back to church anymore uh so, oh, so we, man we've been stuck on like a single sentence for the last five minutes
1: we can keep going
0: Uh, we can't, because I got one more. So, some were used as a piece of bone, some were sold to local butchers,
1: others sold to
0: menageries and zoos, and some escaped into the wild. And this is where the story gets spooky. So, there were instances of wild camels out in the Sonoran Desert, right? It was not Mm -hmm. a common thing. Like, it was rare enough where, like, if a camel showed up around a town, like, it would make the news in that town, like, it would be in the paper, uh... Cause it's gotcha. also like you know, it's also like the Wild West, and they're sold like they're like, well, we can either look at dirt or talk about you know, Grandpa who died of dysentery, or what the fuck is that on that hill? You know.
1: Could you imagine a Clint Eastwood movie where he's riding a camel? <laughs> I
0: would pay so fucking. I would, be, I would pay so much money for that movie. I, I would I want it in that. so bad. Hey, movie producers uh, who have camels at their uh, their disposal, because I'm not willing to produce a camel. Um, if you hey, talk to us i
1: don't think you could produce a camel I, I, don't, I don't think uh biology works like that Yeah, that was actually the first thing <laughs> that
0: taught me in uh anatomy and physiology and then i immediately stormed out because uh of course i couldn't uh with that kind of negative energy around me you know i need positive energy and, sure. and uh, optimism around me you know I'm if you squeeze to... hard enough yeah exactly yeah it might end up looking like a camel if you squeeze hard enough um exactly. okay moving on so um like i said it it was a it was a a fairly rare instance uh so it was really you know exciting when people saw this um and then um a few decades went by and in 1883 um there were two women at a ranch at uh, eagle creek near the arizona new mexico border um oh yeah i know where that is Oh, okay. This is probably gonna make it a little yeah. bit more unsettling for you, because uh, what, ended up happen- what ended up happening at this ranch is the two women were doing household like ranch chores. They were like, you know, feeding uh, animals and like pulling weeds and like watering crops. Yeah, and as then you do. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, one of them was inside, and she asked the other one to go get water from the well outside. And when she did, uh, she heard uh, a terrible scream coming from the woman when the what
1: what camel comes running up to the door it looks like it's trying to say something well what's that cassie she fell in the well so (laughs) you're not wrong because what this other woman saw
0: the the woman who was inside saw she saw her friend getting flattened by a devilishly red camel that had some form of like skeletal figure on its back Cole, are we talking
1: about ghost camels?
0: We're talking about ghost camels.
1: Cole, why are we talking about ghost camels? <laughs> because it's Cole's cacophony of cryptids. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> we'll go with it. Nice. That's not where I thought this was going at all. I thought yeah. the camel was gonna kill somebody, and that would be the ghost.
0: <laughs> no, no. So again, right? The, the, the weird thing about this is like this camel's fur is like bright red, like it's like fiery hell red. And on its back, Damn. looking like it's either, like, riding it or tied to it, is a human skeleton. Um, so this camel runs oh, off, fuck. leaving bloody footprints, uh, a, an entirely, like, trampled, like, flattened woman in the dirt, dead, and, like, little tufts of red fur. And it disappears okay, now, for a
1: few days. Cool. I'm going to have to stop you real fast. I, I realize this is a cryptid story, but is there any uh, factual evidence that this happened? Yeah. Yeah, this did actually happen. This this actually happened. Like a woman actually got flattened by a camel.
0: Yes. That had a weird skeletal form on
1: it.
0: And we're going to get to that in a minute because this part of the story is still history. This is like Arizona history right here.
1: This is still history. Okay. All right. This this part is Uh, Arizona history. I'm sorry for doubting you. (laughs) No, you're totally
0: fine. You're totally fine. Um um let me see a few days later a party of prospectors uh awoken to thundering hoofs and terrifying screams stampeding through their camp they found strands of red hair uh clinging to the bushes uh essentially what happened is the red ghost as they have now begun to call it uh attacked their camp um there were uh Like, since this incident, there were sightings uh, where people said this thing was, like, 30 feet tall. There were some sightings where people claimed, like, it came and, like, knocked over their wagons and, like, destroyed their barrels. (laughs) Not the wagons. Not the wagons. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Mr. Ghost Camel, I understand you got to do this because there's some sort of penance you're paying to the devil. But if you can just hear me out, I'm still paying off that wagon. Look, little Timmy has dysentery. He's not long for this world anyway. You just (laughs) want to get it out on him. I I take you. my wife. You can just have her.
0: <laughs> I love you, Pa. I love the idea of you, Timmy.
1: Oh shit! Damn. Um. All right. That's my, a weird adoption story. This is story. my favorite one.
0: This is my favorite one. Uh, <laughs> someone said they saw, Someone said they saw it kill a grizzly bear
1: and then eat it. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. So we're in Flagstaff now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Um. <laughs> And so, uh, really, like legend building began around this thing, right? Like, well, no shit. Yeah, and then also this Killing is like, the, This is also before the time where like newspapers were like, you know, we should really just like focus on telling the objective truth in the best way they can. They're like, we're trying to make money. We don't want to farm. Like, how do we sell papers? Like, this is cool. so they're like, so they started embellishing it as well. And this like idea of this red ghost, this uh, this tulpa, you could say, which
1: I want to do okay, next. Ho- episode, hold on, hold on. Started growing. Did you say they used to embellish, Cole? You, you realize they still do that.
0: <laughs> well, what are you talking about? The uh, the newspapers are the last line of uh, human integrity. That's what my have you did read me. Buzzfeed? That, well, that's <laughs> online. Anyone can write that.
1: Oh Jesus,
0: Matt! Matt, you need to have money to have a printing press, and I trust the rich. I'm sorry, I couldn't. That that hurt. It hurt to do that bit. That was that was hard. Yeah, I
1: think I. I don't think I can finish this beer. I just got a little nauseous there. <laughs>
0: Time to move on to the whiskey.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, but the one thing that like all these people agreed on,
0: regardless of what the story was, is that this camel had a red like red fur and a skeletal body on its back.
1: Um, okay, so I'm, I'm just gonna po- pose a theory here. Do you think there's just a dude with a painted camel and a skeleton that he's just slapping the ass of and letting it rampage through towns
0: yeah he's just getting it like really drunk
1: he's in cahoots with the newspapers (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it's the editor it's the editor in Blackwater with the with the red camel yeah (laughs) that's that's a great clue game i was about to say like i would pay money for that clue
0: uh dlc (laughs) um so eventually uh the uh story grew for about 10 years Uh, and then one day, a rancher uh, he woke up you know, he's going to go take care of his cattle or whatever and uh, he just saw the red ghost grazing in his garden and his first reaction was like, I'm going to murder this thing. So he pulled out his Winchester and dropped the camel (laughs) As you do in Arizona. Yeah, exactly and he dropped the camel with one shot Uh, Oh
1: shit So not a ghost (laughs) (laughs) Not a ghost,
0: right? Um, But what they ended up finding was that this was indeed the red camel. Uh, They could tell because, or the red ghost because they could tell from its red fur, which uh, possibly came from stained blood or something like that. And then also uh, because there was really bad scarring on its back from what looks to be rawhide uh, like leads or rope um, that, you know, would have held the skeletal figure on top. Um, There are some theories as to how this skeletal figure got attached. The most popular one is that it was a, like, a member, it was some explorer or some, like, military officer who was in the desert, and they got jumped either by bandits or Native Americans or something, and they were killed, and then as, like, a warning, they were tied to the top top of the camel. Uh, And, you know, with the camel being a camel and not, like, a horse that will, like, normally go, you know, because horses, they've been, like, with, uh, like, like, the Americas for long enough where, like, it's very much like, oh, like this if I slap this horse with like a dead rider on its back, it'll probably go back to its base. This camel just fucking ran for it and started causing havoc. <laughs> uh and started murdering murdering people and eating grizzly bears.
1: Um Jesus.
0: And then as time went on, you know, the the, the skeletal figure still tied to the camel's back, uh, began to decay more and more until it was nothing but skeletal remains.
1: How'd it get red though?
0: Uh, I, I mean, some people say it's from the blood, but that would have washed away. They're not really sure. It might have been, like, a genetic thing. They honestly have no idea.
1: Um, Just a regular ginger camel?
0: Yes, exactly. It had no soul. <laughs> that's why it was chosen for this ungodly uh, issue. But that's not really where the story ends. So I mainly focused on this, but there are numerous accounts of people uh, going into, like, areas like the Superstition Mountains, which deserve their whole own episode, uh, and seeing the illuminated spectral form of a red camel uh, with a skeletal figure on its back. Uh, oh, shit. Sure. Yeah. The uh, Sonoran Desert, for any of you who do not live here, uh, is a weird and scary place. And, uh, you know, there, it's scary enough, if not just because of the scorpions and the rattlesnakes, and the buzzards that will circle you if you're out there for too long. Um, and the
1: tarantula hawks
0: and the tarantula hawks yes i forgot that we have things i you. see those
1: daily those yeah. things fucking scare the shit out of me
0: the, one of the most painful stings you can ever experience out here in arizona hey come on down to arizona get stung and get
1: yeah it's like mini australia
0: yeah. come down to arizona get stung by a tarantula hawk and, and crushed to death by a death camel
1: <laughs> Death well, that, camel. that's our metal band death camel i'm so down for death
0: camel <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually serious. Like we should do death camel, at least a single. Okay. Let's do death camel. Let's let's do death camel. Um, but the Arizona desert and the Sonoran desert specifically are places of like weird mysticism and like, uh, just, just weird energies that kind of bring these things forth. Uh, and so I think for the rest of the Coles, uh, of cryptids, I'm going to be doing more and more deep dives into more Arizona cryptids and horror stories as we move through, Let's ruin it's Halloween spooktacular.
1: Cole, are we gonna do the Mogian monster?
0: We should do. You mean uh, the Arizona Sasquatch with like the surprisingly like toned ass?
1: Yes, yeah. that one.
0: Yeah, we should do. We, I want to do Mogian monster. I want to talk about tulpas at one point. Uh, what is a tulpa? Uh, at, without divulging too much, essentially a tulpa is like when the collective unconsciousness like agrees on one thing and it starts to manifest in reality
1: so mass hysteria
0: not quite because it like I'll i'll get more into it um but i also okay. like want to <laughs> like, talk about like skinwalkers because arizona has a long history of like uh travelers like especially in more modern times talking about like skinwalkers uh and maybe a few others like some weird ones like jackalopes and hoop snakes so we'll get into all that fun stuff uh with, with the next few episodes but other than that friends uh this has been cole's cacophony of cryptids episode one uh we're gonna wrap things up a little bit early today uh
1: damn and, really uh, early
0: a little bit early yeah definitely uh but before we do matt do you want to maybe talk about our uh upcoming content uh
1: so if you liked this uh stick around for a while because we are going to be doing a shit on a halloweeny shit uh that that was a lot of times saying shit how many times can you fit shit in a sentence uh, uh see, wait, so wait, wait, cole no, I, I is going to be this doing challenge, right give me a, okay um... all right
0: I couldn't believe the shit I took when that no I I got it now I can I can do one like that's that's all I got.
1: There's a shitty shit that stung like shit. Fuck <laughs>
0: this. Okay, uh, I <laughs> the, the promotion that you're going to use to get us some more uh, viewers on our shit. So um, yeah, this apologies. is getting clipped. I'm putting it on TikTok. Oh no, what? <laughs> don't do it don't make me TikTok famous what no
1: <laughs> oh no popularity <laughs> oh my
0: worst enemy my, my one weakness
1: <laughs> oh shit anyway yeah so we're doing uh we're doing a bunch of halloween stuff um cole's gonna be doing cryptids i'm gonna be focusing more on places and events um my episode next week is gonna be on centralia if you don't know what that is uh then you think of silent hill it's that
0: like almost exactly <laughs> we're
1: going to be right? uh, uh, almost exactly so we're going to be talking about the town that uh inspired silent hill uh because it the holy shit <laughs> um so we're yeah we're going to be talking about that that's going to be a little bit longer than this episode today um And then I've got, like, a few other episodes, like the Mad Gasser and some mass hysteria events and shit like that. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, welcome to Halloween Spooktacular. We're really happy you're all here to help us celebrate uh, this most joyous of uh, holiday seasons. Um no, and the best holiday. The best holiday, <laughs> exactly. Uh like, like I said earlier, we're going to be doing that Monster of the Week uh podcast uh episode which is basically an RPG based around hunting down monsters and feeling like a badass, very Buffy the Vampire Slayer yeah. uh inspired.
1: Now, it uh it might not be uploaded as a podcast. Mm-hmm. We haven't decided that yet. Um it will definitely But it will be absolutely streams. it will be on live streams and it will definitely be uploaded to YouTube. Uh, we're gonna be starting a youtube channel pretty quick and yeah. uh as many of the pods as i have uh i will upload yeah so, we are uh, cool. in the
0: big time we are we know we're we're making it official we have a we have a youtube page we're getting a youtube page pretty soon so uh we're, things we're are working up. on it <laughs> yeah matt talked to uh, mr and mrs youtube and was like, hey, can we have one? And they're like, hmm, I don't know. And then, you know, Matt paid. we we'll to think about money. it. Yeah, we actually <laughs> had to wait uh, 10 years. We wanted to do this podcast for 10 years. And we got the notification earlier this year that Mr. and Mrs. and Mr. YouTube, because uh, they're they're they're, they're in a little triplet, um, they were like, mm, maybe now. And so we were like, now's the time we got to act on this. And they're finally like, okay. So. I'm really yeah. tired. We're,
1: we're doing a little negotiations to see if we can get a uh, diamond play button right off the bat. But we'll, we'll see about that. <laughs>
0: yeah. In order to get a diamond play button right off the bat with uh, YouTube, you actually have to run drugs for them for like a month. Um, yeah, yeah. You have to talk never really get nice about PewDiePie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you actually have to uh, be a maid at PewDiePie's house. Uh, nothing weird or gross. Just like you have to like clean his house and everything. You have to clean
1: his steam. And it's a big house. Fair. So it it's 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 a lot, and he's got pugs. He's oh, got God, some gross ass pugs. So
0: some <laughs> drool and just like dingleberries. Ugh.
1: <laughs> that's just pudes.
0: And that's how we're ending the podcast episode <laughs> on the ghost camel, <laughs> All right, friends? Thank you. Very <laughs> and, uh, yeah. No, very excited to do this. Very excited to uh, hear Matt's stories. Super excited to be doing the uh, RPG thing because I've been writing that for the last few weeks and it's it's turning out fun. I'm excited to make Matt. I'm excited for that too, dude. There's going to be some morality choices and some like... uh, Oh, I'm going to choose all the bad ones. Oh, I I hope you know. I'm just going to really fuck up. I hope so because I want to see what happens because I feel like the group I'm going to play it with tonight, they're going to be very soft and caring. So, oh, I'm gonna please, be
1: chaotic evil the entire time. Please be the <laughs> asshole.
0: Please be the asshole who just like when people are debating, you're like, and I shoot the thing, and like <laughs> <a swing> my <man>. them.
1: <laughs> oh my god, dude, I sh- my character should be the fucking like sheriff, like the the county sheriff who's never been outside of his ghost town.
0: Gotcha. So he's like really, really big and in charge, and he's like, well, I know what's going on. And I'm like, no, shut the fuck up. Calm down. I'ma shoot it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what works when the
1: turkeys get into the bar. All you need is a 38 special and a dream.
0: <laughs> Please play that. Anyway, friends, uh, as always, my name is Cole. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Uh, wear a mask. Uh, my
1: name is Matt because I don't want you to talk too long. <laughs> yeah, I I'm really, kidding. Go ahead. Go I was, ahead. I
0: was about to say, like, we're really good at like opening the show. I'm really bad at ending it. So, Matt, do you want to just take us home?
1: Uh, yeah. Drive safe. Bye-bye. Love you. <laughs>